the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And V, what are we going to talk about today? astrology and faith. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. And we're here now to talk about astrology and faith. Very nice title. Uh, One of the reasons why we want to bring this up is because over the years we've been confronted, asked, all these different ways of saying it, uh, is yoga about the devil? Is crystals about the devil? And is astrology about the devil? So we hear all this stuff about, oh, I can't uh, have crystals because the what you're talking about is uh, Satan-based. Or I can't practice yoga because if I practice yoga, It's going against my religion. And now I'm starting to hear that uh, astrology is all brought to you by Satan. And I know that's not correct. Because I know that in yoga, yoga has nothing to do with Hinduism. It came from the same area, just like bodybuilding came from Christianity area. It didn't come from Christians. It came from the area where Christianity was being taught. But it doesn't mean that a Christian has to be a bodybuilder, but it does mean that bodybuilders can be Christian. So yoga practitioners can be, because actually yoga is a terrible term because yoga actually is about finding death, where in reality the style that we practice and teach is more related to finding health and prosperity. Hatha yoga. So it has more to do with making your body strong. And the Bible has said that your body is a temple. Exactly. So you should keep it strong. So, and then I can't, I still remember the day that this lady came into our studio and freaked out and started yelling about us having crystals in the studio and how we were Satan worshippers. Yes. <laughs> and that and it had nothing to do, having a crystal has nothing to do. Well, it can if you want it to be. Just like yoga can if you want to make it that way. And It's so, a tool. Yep, the Bible can if you want to make it evil. Yes. So yeah. you can make anything evil. And that's where I want to get with astrology. Astrology can be evil exactly. if you want to take it that direction. Yep. But I also heard one man saying a while back that the planets were given to us by God so we can learn what's being said. So that's a long, drawn-out question. <laughs> Tell me, why does faith have to be involved in good astrology? Well, when we say faith, faith in God. That's actually what I meant. You have to have some sort of faith in a higher power. Yep, in order for the planets to be able to work properly. You can have faith in something else, 
uh, and use it for bad. Exactly. Faith in a higher power who is benevolent. Mm -hmm. And when if, if you're actually, uh, if you don't believe, if you believe like just in the Big Bang, then anything is just a coincidence. So you really can't study, at least not how I see it, that you can study the stars, you can study astrology, and believe that the whole, everything was just created by coincidence because then that doesn't mean the planets were put there to assist us. Exactly, exactly. Means there is no plan. Yeah. There's got to be a plan of some sort. There's got to be a pattern of some sort. Mm -hmm. And if and coincidence if was, yep, is not it's invalid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Coincidences don't create patterns. Mm -hmm. Synchronicities create patterns. Yep. And patterns create synchronicities. So good astrology requires a faith in God. Also, good astrology reinforces your faith in God or in a higher power who is benevolent. Yes. It's very, very interesting. Astrology is an extremely powerful tool. Proper astrology is an extremely powerful tool. A powerful tool can do a lot of good, can do a lot of bad, depending on the hands that it is in, mm -hmm. right? Because you can predict. It, Exactly. And you can predict things for the good or for the bad. Exactly. You can forecast, you can direct, you can do a lot of these things. Faith in a benevolent higher power, faith in God, gives, helps you use this great tool for a lot of good. Mm -hmm. Now... When you study proper astrology and you really understand it and you see what it shows you, what it teaches you, you actually say, holy smoke. Is that what you actually say? This is, <laughs> yes. A lot of times I'll say, holy smoke, this is incredible. There is God. <laughs> It's, you can see it. You can see it. It is amazing. And I know that the Bible has talked about astrology in many ways, one of them just being the three wise men in the New Testament. Yeah. They had to follow astrology in order to find where Jesus was being born. So it, it is in ancient times. It is. It is in Christianity. It is in Judaism. It's in... Hinduism. Yep. All of all of the great cultures used some type of of forecasting yeah. of used the celestial bodies, yeah. and we can trace it back to the ancient Sumerians and Babylonians and everything, and follow it through the incredible uh, ancient Greek culture because mm -hmm. it all actually <laughs> ends up there and starts from there. I'm, I'm all, joking, yeah, but, but but horoscope is Greek. But the word horoscope is Greek. The word zodiac is Greek. Zodiac is Greek. Wow, that was a great lead. Uh -huh. Astrology. The word astrology. Astro means star. Mm -hmm. When we say star, 
think celestial bodies and celestial elements. Okay. Not just celestial bodies, celestial elements also, because there are points in the sky that have extreme importance. So when we say planets, uh, stars, uh, celestial bodies, cel I want you to be thinking celestial elements, in okay. case I'm not using that term. Okay, so astro, star, celestial body. Logi, astrology, comes from logos. Logos means word. Okay. Not world, W-O-R-D. I know my accent can be funky. Word. It's the word of the celestial bodies. The word of the celestial bodies reflects the word of the higher benevolent power, the word of God. Mm -hmm. And you can't have that without believing something. Exactly. Even in uh, the what is called Vedic astrology, which is not, it's very, very modern. Mm -hmm. It's very uh, new. Because the Vedic astrology in and of itself was very, very different than what they call Vedic astrology now. But in the same tradition, in, a, in, the, simil, in the same part of the world, mm -hmm. say, at the time, we have the word Jodish in Sanskrit. Yeah. So in Sanskrit, we have Jodish, which means, comes from Jot, which means light, and as in L-I-G-H-T, mm -hmm. light, and Ish, which is short for Ishwara, which is a nickname for God. Mm -hmm. So Jodish, which is the, basically, I would consider it in the Western world, it's the yogic style yes. of astrology. Which is very new. And it's the only astrology that we're allowed to teach if we teach for Yoga Alliance. Which we don't anymore. Which we don't anymore, <laughs> but that's, they told us that yes. we're not allowed to teach astrology. Yeah. But we can teach Jodish, yes. which is an extremely new form of astrology that really actually doesn't fit astrology. Does exactly. It? Not the astrology as it was described in the Vedas. Not that type of astrology. Because yep. that astrology was more about how to it was, uh, give sacrifice. Exactly. Exactly. The astrology as it was described in the Vedas, was actually taking the power away from the person. The person had to perform sacrifices to appease the gods, the deities. So can we, can we look at sort of this uh, as like uh, the astrology, Jodish, which is the Vedic astrology, is which i guess it really isn't but it is it's it's complicated uh is more about it's more like yoga it's about taking the power away from the person the individual and giving it to the guru uh where astrology or especially the astrology that you're practicing you're learning you're teaching is similar to uh 
what's that word that 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 thing the medical ish stuff that you teach Ayurveda. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's was... more like Ayurveda. It assists you in becoming a better person so you can become better for you, your community, and the world. So it's more of a gives you power where the other one takes power away and gives it to someone else so they can be you. Basically, you're their bitch. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, even modern Jodish. So all the way from the ancient times to the modern times of that type of astrology, the, the power goes away from the person themselves and it's given to somebody else. Like in modern Jodish, you have to buy a, a very expensive jewelry. Yeah, I remember him yes. trying to sell us a yeah. whole bunch of gems. So, yes. And the more money you spent, the better the stars will look at you. Yes, exactly. Yep. Exactly. It and is, it was uh, weird that he also owned a jewelry store and taught Jodas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's an interesting analogy. The astrology, as it was intended from the Sumerians, Mesopotamians, Babylonians, all that that has come to us, it's about giving the power to the individual. And how does it do that? It helps the individual understand a bigger picture. It helps the individual see themselves as a part of something bigger. Yep. So That's all it is. It's knowledge. And so, so you have to have some type of belief. Yes. In order to, and a belief in a someone or something or whatever you want to call, that wants to see you succeed. Yes. Not that wants to see things destroyed. Exactly. In order for it to work, in order for it to be good, right? Exactly. Exactly. Why do we keep saying this? If you have a faith in something bigger than yourself that's benevolent, then astrology tells you what patterns are there mm -hmm. and it and shows you the infinite possibilities you can follow in order to do good with your life it gives you free will exactly it exactly exactly because astrology tells you hey the higher power has all different types of simulations for you. Mm -hmm. Here are some of them. Choose whichever one you want to follow. And then you say, okay, cool. Let's see what's in store for me. Now, if you study astrology intensely enough, if you understand it, and you have never really thought about a higher power, you know, at some point you say, Holy smoke, look at all these patterns, look at all these simulations that could have happened throughout my life. And, you know, none of them actually happened except these ones, which got me to this point in life. I could have done this, which wouldn't have been that great, but I didn't do it. 
and I chose that path, which was way better, and I'm here now. Or I I screwed up there, uh, but so, I'm here now. So but, if you actually look at the stars and the planets and everything, you can point yourself in a direction to get the best out of life. Exactly. If you don't know them, you're just, it's like rolling dice. Exactly. Whatever it hits, that's what you are. So in order to have a better life, and I always believe that if you have a better life, you do better for the community. I know that we always had the yogis, oh, I don't want to make money, oh, I don't want to make... They were the worst because they, they always had a piece of shit car that was leaking oil, that was burning a lot more gas, uh, their house was crap, they always did, thought money was bad, that they needed, but they also needed to save the world, but they didn't do what it was right to save the world because they were always reaching for money. Exactly. So they're always being greedy. And if you're not making enough money, you can't then work on the saving the world because all you're worried about is The lack eating. of money. Exactly. So, yep. so you end up not doing good for the world instead of doing great for the world. So this planet stuff that you're talking about can actually save the planet. It can. It, it can really save the planet. And to me, it is so, it really, really disturbs me that it is not being taught to us at an early age. And I know I mentioned that last time during the Venus mm -hmm. transit. It, it, and I'll probably mention it every time. It It'll is be sort of like your uh, Ayurvedic <laughs> talks, huh? Eat it me, is, eat me, eat me. Exactly. <laughs> it is really disturbing because it shows you, it proves to you that there is a bigger picture, that there is a bigger plan. It also shows you, which is for another episode, because that goes down the rabbit hole, it also shows you how we are all connected. Yes. Now, getting ready to call it, but uh, I would like you to explain what type, well, first off, where are you getting your information from uh, as far as studying the planets and what gives you that background and then why do you call it Ayurvedic astrology? Okay. There are all different types of calculations when it comes to astrology. So this isn't God-based calculations? No. This is calculations? Th these, are, these are man-made calculations that have shifted through the centuries and, um, and are still being shifted. There isn't only one system of calculation that works. No, there are not devil. Well, yep. I don't, some of them might be. Some mm -hmm. calculations, it depends. Not the ones you were using. <laughs> not the, no, the ones <laughs> we are using. The ones we are using are based on the very, very old, on the, on the oldest astrology. And they have been slightly modified for our modern times because everything needs to be adapted to the context mm -hmm. through Roland Legrand. And, and it is referred to as the ABLAS method. A-B-L-A-S. It's the ABLAS. Little shock for ABLAS. 
Yep. Little shout for Roland, yes. It is the Ablas method of calculations. Okay. They are simple. They are very... They're not that simple. Well, <laughs> they, they are not that simple, but let's say they are simple and they work. Good. They work for today's times. Okay. I'm sure other systems out there work, but this one, I... Out through all my research, I decided to go with that one for mm -hmm. whatever reason, divine intervention. So we call it Ayurvedic astrology. What you're teaching. What we are teaching based on the Ablas method of calculations, Ayurvedic astrology, because we are using very, very hardcore the Ayurvedic interpretation of what the charts give us okay so I, it is it is totally based on ayurveda the ayurveda as we are teaching it which is from charaka samhita and he's the guy who basically brought ayurveda to the world exactly exactly and this is probably the reason that i went with the ablas method of calculations because their method of calculations, Roland's actually method of calculations, totally fit what Charaka Samhita is talking about from an Ayurvedic point of view. So should I be able to call this Jodish then? Uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> well, no. No due to the connotation that Jodish has. Okay. So, no. <laughs> Excellent. So, go ahead and say night-night. Until next time, much, much love from all of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. Not Jodish. Not Jodish. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, Namaste Kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.